0: Okay, we're learning Dab and we're right in the middle of understanding why we need the Pasuk of Allah to tell us that Achosisha doesn't do Yibam. Again, the case scenario is when Reuben and Shimon brothers marry sisters, Reuben marries Leah, Shimon marries Rachel, Reuben passes on, his widow does not do Yibam to his brother because of the fact that besides from being a brother's wife, it's also a wife's sister. That's the halacha. It's taught to us in the Pasuk of Aleah. We're going to look at that Pasuk again today. And we're trying to figure out, why did the Torah have to tell to us? What's the novelty? Of course she wouldn't do even. She's an Arab. So we're explaining that there, you may have thought there's a principle of Ishtari. ishri, ishri. Since she's mutter, she's mutter. What does that mean? You have one entity which has a double, uh, double Iser, and Iser for two reasons. Then once one Iser is lifted, you automatically would think that the, it, it schleps a heter to the other Iser as well. And we're giving a precedent to that in the case where it is uh, mitzora generally. And the eighth day, he sticks his toes and, and, and thumbs into the Azara. And even according to the Madama, that that's considered entry. Partial entry is considered entry. It's a special hatter. He's allowed to do it. And we learned that even if he sees Kerry, even if he um, becomes a Keri, and if it's Erev Pesach, we really wanted to become Tar so he could bring his carbon pass So we let him do it as well. And we said, how is he allowed to do that? Right, when he sticks, his, when he sticks his, his toe in, so it's like a Valkyrie it's full yom of valkyrie sticking, even if he goes to the mikvah, but even it's full yom of valkyrie when he sticks his toes into the azara, it's mama shachiv kareh to do such a thing. So how's he allowed to do that? So it must be that the Pshadah is the heter that the Torah gives alts smitzorah to do it, schleps over, we slept that same hatter, since it permitted the, 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 the Tummah al to come in, it permits as well the Tumma of Keri to come in. So the Gemara is saying that we could, maybe we would have thought to say the same thing over here, since we have a heter for the Eshazach, since the woman, who's both an Eshazach and Achazusha, she's both a brother's wife and a wife's sister, since there's a hetzer for her shame erva of now that it's an even scenario, you may have said that it schleps as we can slept as well to the hetzer uh, for a wife's sister. So, the bottom words on Zion, it would ulul that's a really good comparison to Ula, top of Dachas. All is good in the case where the brother who died first, got married first. So remember what we have, we have a Reuven and a Shimon. Reuven is the deceased, Shimon is the of them, the brothers. So if Reuven got married first, so what was, and he married Leah, and Shimon married Rachel. Okay, let's just try to keep that simple. Now, so then it's good, because if Reuven got married first, then what did Leah, what was she first? She was first the brother's wife before she was a wife's sister, because Reuven got married first. So, since she was first in Ashish Ach, and then only then in Achosish, and then Shimon got married, then you could say, Since the Ashish becomes lifted for Yibam, so too the Achosisha becomes lifted. Notice you could understand that she was primarily Ashish first because of aishas Then, in addition, there was a second Isra, which is added later in her life for Achosisha. Then you could hear that once the original Isra goes away, then the second Isra goes away as well. Imagine Shimon got married first. So Shimon got married first to Rachel, then Rachel's sister Leah was first a wife's sister, that was the primary reason why she was also to Shimon, and then only subsequently when she married Ruben did she also become a brother's wife. So in that case, the Israel of the wife's sister took place first, so since it was first, that's the primary one, there's no reason to say that just because the additional one went away then the primary one should go away. So Gemara is saying a whole new fancy loveness." That you only say history, history, where the first Yisro went away first, then it could slap a hatzer to the second thing. Like in our case, it was first the mitzvah and then Valkyrie comes. So this migu that I have a hatzer on the mitzvah, I could get a hatzer for the Valkyrie as well. So to here, if the Yisra would be first, then it could be good. Migu this they have a for the Achuz What if it was all the other way around? And even more, even if there was a case where Reuven died first, all is good in a case where the brother, Ruvain married his wife, then he died. And after the death, only after the death is when the living brother, that only after the death is when Shimon married, when Shimon got married to her sister. There we could understand it. Shimon first only got married after Reuven already died, which means that what? Well, that the heter of Eishasach was totally good. When, when Reuven died, Shimon had, wasn't yet married to Rachel. So when Reuven died, it was mamish mutter. There was no Israel There was only Eishasach, and that went away, and everything was a state of permissibility. The chazel of B'nibir, the widow was mamish fit to marry the other. Just what happened? Shimon then went and married Leah's sister, Rachel, and says, oh, uh oh, now it became an Achosisha, which is going to stop the heter. Oh, it's going to stop the heter? So I could say, ishri ishri Migu, that the heter for Ashisha Sach was already in place. So the iser now that's coming up for Achosisha now that Shimon gets married is not going to stop it. There we can understand the love this. And the Nasim he's for Lomes. But in the case where Reuven uh, got married and he had not yet died, Rachin Nasachai and Shimon then got married. So Shimon was already already married before Ruvain died, which means that the Achosisha was Chal. Before there was a heter of Ashish's Lois Hazel, So then removing died. The widow was never fit. The Gemara is saying that the longest of history is only in place where the heter on, 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 on number one, the heter on, on the Isra of number one, was actually in place. It was present, it was a reality. Then Isser 2 wants to come along and stop it after the heter was already here. There we say, history, history. Once it's here, it doesn't go away. But in a case where the second iser was chal while the first iser was there, you don't say that just because you have a reason for the first iser to go away, now you have a reason for the second iser to go away as well. And the Gemara emphasizes this point. In our case with mitzora and carry, Milo Modi Ula wouldn't Ula agree that if let's say the carry didn't come on the eighth day after the Heter for the mitzora to go in was there, but let's say it became about carry a little bit earlier. Let's say the person saw a carry on the 8th night, before it was the 8th morning. Shein and Ullah would agree that you can't stick your hands in. Why? Because he didn't come out of Tsaras at a time when he could bring his carbon. Meaning, the carry was already there before the time of the heter of mitzora. When is there a time for the mitzora to have to, 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 to stick his hands in? In the morning, the 8th morning, that's when the time is for him to stick his hands. So our case is that after the 8th morning already started, it was already, you know, 10 a.m., then suddenly saw Kerry. There we say, Miko, that there was already a hetzer that was reality. Go stick your hands in. Then you don't get thrown off just because now you see Kerry. That's where we say, Ishtri, history." Once it was Chal, the Heter, It was a hetzer for the Mitsura to go in to stick his hands in. It's not going to be disrupted by the fact that there's Kerry now. But let's say that the McCary had come on the 8th night, So before there was a reality of Heter for the Mitzorah, and now in the morning what happens? I say, hey, I want to go stick my hands in. You're not allowed to. There's no history business there. Ishri is only when there was actually already a Heter for the first one. Now when the subsequently there's a second Ishtar that's trying to stop it, you say the second Ishtar doesn't stop the Heter that's already in place. A whole new twist on what Ishtari is doing. Ishri is when the Heter was already chal for Ishtar Rishon. And now a new thing wants to stop the Heter, then it doesn't. So that's why it's only by Mitzvah where it was already the eighth morning. There already was a chalais hetar for the Mitzvah to stick his fingers in. Then when the carry comes, it doesn't stop it. And if it would be in the night before, and now it's, and that was already, the carry was already there, hundred percent, it would stop the Heter. So the Gemara is saying, You're in our case, but the only case where you could actually say history would be if Shimon only got married after Ruvain died. After Ruvain died, and there was a halos Heter on his wife, on the HSA, it was a Heter for him to marry Shimon, and now it would be disrupted if Shimon marries the wife, mar- marries the sister. There you could say that it doesn't get disrupted, but in any other case, if Shimon was married, before Reuven died, even if Reuven got married first, but if Shimon was married as well, before Reuven died, you shouldn't be able to say history. Very Alam your point. And Gemara says, you're right. You're right, the only case where you need allow is for that case. Reuven got married first, Reuven died first, then Shimon got married too. Rachel. only in that case do I need a lap. Because in that case, I would have said, ishri ishri. the woman already had a halos Heter on her. There was already in a matzah, where the sach was lifted and she was supposed to do evil. So then, when subsequently Shimon gets married, I would say that the achos isha shouldn't disrupt the hatter that's already here. There, we need the passage to say that it's still us. So we got a conclusion. Baruch Hashem, we got to see him. We got a conclusion to what we need a lap for. We need a lap for that, for that case where Shimon only got married after the death of Ruven, there was already a heter that was calling his widow to do Yibam. She was already hotta, her Ishwas Akhwas A heter in place. She was fit and ready to go. Then suddenly Shimon married her sister, and we would have said, maybe history, history, should say, who cares, let it go. in the Pasuk of Aleha, that we do not let it go. And here we see Rabbi Isaiah, a long in Yavamus that the din of Allah that an erva doesn't do ib'am is even an erva la'achar nefila. even if it was already fit for the yibama to do ib'am. She was fit to go, she was ready to go. It was after the death of Reuven, she only becomes an erva of the wife's sister afterwards when Shimon went and married her sister, which was a bit foolish, right? But after that point, she's becoming after the nefila. after the death of Reuven is when she's becoming an erva. Still, the din of Allah says that there's no ib'am. And that's the chiddush that we're learning. Says the Gemara, now another approach, or if you'd like, you can give another reason. Another reason why we need Allah. You would have said that we should learn a Rabbi Rebiona said that all of the Arayahs have a Hekish one to the other. So I would have thought because of the Hekish of Rabiona that a wife's sister is mutter to yibum. This is just taking us back to yesterday. Yesterday we said, why don't I learn from Eshessach, just as Eishisach is mutter to Yibam, so too Achos is mutter to Yibam. We looked at that question yesterday and we were like, huh? Why is that a good point? Eshessach is only one sister. Here it's two sisters. I can learn from Eshessach. So the Gemara is answering, but there might be a hackish. A specific Zeres that tells you you're supposed to compare all that, all the Arayas to each other. Amar at the end of Parsha Sacharimos, it says, Anyone who does, any of the Arayas, should be cut off from the people. So it's put all the, all the Arayas together in one phrase. All of the Arayas are compared in a hakish to the brother's wife. What is the point of the Hekish? Just as the brother's wife is muttered to Yibam, you would think to say all the Arayas are in a Hekish. They're in a scriptural decree that they're supposed to be compared to the brother's wife, that they're also a Mutter Yibam. Therefore, the Torah had to write aloud. So, what the Gemara is doing new, new for us today is the Gemara is explaining to us that I'm not Stam, I wouldn't have thought the Stam compared to ish like logically. I would have thought that the Torah says, I'm meant to compare it. I would have said that there's a power of a Hekish, which is meant to compare Achos Isha to Isha's Ach, I would say just as Isha's Ach was mother to Yibam, so to the the white sister, the Achos Isha was mother to Yibam. That's why I need the Pasuk of Allah to indicate otherwise. So that's the second answer why you need Allah. You need Allah because you would have said there's a Hekish. Of all the arayas to Isha's Just says Aisha is to yibum, other Arayas are motto to yibum. That's why now you need the Pasak of Allah to tell you otherwise. So Frank Gemara, now we have a very interesting question now. the Ravina after that's true. So what happened? You would have thought to make the comparison because of the hakish. The Torah said, No, Achosisha is also. How do I know the other arayas besides Achoshisha? What did we say on Daf I made a Hakish to Achosisha. Right? I said just as Achazisha's in every Yibam doesn't do it, so to another era. Let's say a man marries his niece. Then he dies, and then it's a daughter falling to a brother to Yibam. You don't do Yibam, right? How do I know? Because I compare it to Achosisha, just like a wife's sister, so to another Erevah. So how do I know that? All the Arayas, all the other ones, we could have said they are in the Hekish Te'esha'ach which is Mutter to or they could be compared to the wife's sister, which is Oser to How do you know that you're correct to compare it to the wife's sister and say that another ever is to Yibam, maybe compare it to the brother's wife and say just as the brother's wife is Mutter, so to this one is Mutter. In other words, the reason this question is coming up now is because we've just introduced that there's a Hekish between all the Arayas and Reis. That's why the Torah had to say Allah, that is not mutter to Yibam. Once the Torah said that, now I'm left with every other Erva. How do I know that I'm supposed to make a hackish to Achuziisha and say just Achuziisha is forbidden to Yibam? So to this Erva to Yibam, Maybe another, maybe is the anomaly. She doesn't do Yibam, but another Erva should be compared to Eishasach and she should do Yibam. So the Gemara answers: Whenever you don't know how to apply a hackish, you could either make a hackish leniently and say that other the should do Yibam, or you should make it. Stringently, the Ahaz say that they shouldn't. So if you don't know what to do, you're Machmir. Interesting approach. Kula machina. another answer, is that a woman who's in erva, besides for Achos Yishan, let's say again, it's just a bito, a daughter. Again, what's the case that you have a, 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 a daughter falling to Yibam? Ruven and Shimon are brothers. ruven married Shimon's daughter. Ruven married his niece. When ruven dies, now, Shimon's daughter is falling to him to Yibam. So, in such a case, this Yivama has two Isurim. She's obviously, every Yivama is a w- brother's wife, so that's one. And in addition, she's a daughter. And that's compared more to Achazisha, which has two Isurim. Eshazach and Achazisha. It makes sense to learn two, a woman with two Isurim from a woman with two Isurim. But in an ordinary, plain case of Yibam, a brother's wife is only one Yisur. So, it makes more sense to learn two from two than two from one. So, in other words, Eshazach, which is only one Yisur, the target. of it. But a woman who, who has an additional erva, it makes more sense to make the hakash to Isha, who had two arise and doesn't do Yibam, than to make it to Sach and say that there should be Yibam. So we've concluded our second answer. We need Aleha because you would have said that Eshazach should be compared to Achaz Isha and you would have thought to do Yibam, Kamash Malan, that we have the Pasuk of Allah that we do not. Now the Gemara gives us a third answer why we need Aleha, Rav Amar, And this is a fundamental switch. In the approach here. You're right, there's no chidish in the pasuk that erva doesn't do yibum Because, you're right, and as it is not, at least as we brought out on Davav, when it's not an extra Mitzvah. So therefore, you don't really need the pasuk of Allah to tell you that the erva shouldn't do yibum. We concede the point. We concede that you do not need the pasuk. Aye, ah, there was a pasuk, right? So the Gemara answers, there was another novelty in the pasuk. What did the pasuk say? That when the erva doesn't do Yibam, if there was another co-wife as well, the other widow doesn't do Yibam. So in other words, again, Ruben and Shimon are brothers, Ruben marries Leah and, and uh, Shimon married Rachel, the sisters. When Ruben dies, obviously Leah is not going to do Yibam, she's a wife sister, and that's obvious. You know, like, say but if Ruben had another widow, call her Shprinca, and Shprinca could do Yibam, right? Why not? She's not a wife sister. There's a din of Tzara. Tzara says, Erva doesn't do yibam. That Where was that learned from? That was learned from this Pasuk. What did the Pasuk say? Let's review isha alachos a woman to her sister, lo sikach, litzrar, don't take to make rivals, Legalos ervasa aleha bechayah. to reveal, to uncover the, the din of an erva in Yibam. So the Torah is not only saying that the erva doesn't do Yibam, it's not just saying that the wife's sister doesn't do Yibam, it's saying the wife's sister doesn't do Yibam and litzrar, that her co-wife as well doesn't do Yibam. That's what we did at the Puzzle for. Because otherwise, I would have said the, 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 the other co-wife, Sprintzah, so she's not an erva. The Chiddush of the Torah is that since she is a co-wife together with the Erev, with a wife-sister, so migu that the, the wife-sister, migu that Leah is not doing yibim, so too Shprinza as well, wouldn't. That's what you need the puzzle for, okay? That's an important point. And let me just chaz it before we go back here. The dinner of Tzara's Erev is only true in a case of Yibam. Again, where Reuven and Shimon are brothers, Reuven dies childless, there I say that just as Leah cannot marry her brother-in-law because it's a wife-sister as well, so too Shprinza the co-wife cannot. But let's say it's not a scenario of Yibam. Let's say Reuven and Shimon are not brothers, they're random strangers who married sisters, right? A random stranger Reuben and Shimon, imagine they're not brothers. Then, if Reuben is married both to Leah and some random other woman, call her Shprinca, there's no halacha that Sprinza can't marry Reuven. The whole halacha of Erva is only in a case of Yibam. The halacha is that the Erva exempts her from Yibam and therefore she can't, she can't marry Shimon because it was a brother's wife, because we're talking about a Yibam scenario. But in a regular random scenario, you don't have the halacha of Saras Erva, and that's important just to remember that halacha going forward. So frankly, Gamar and Rabbah's whole approach, for erva, you tell me the Rabbah doesn't need a Pasuk the Prophet said when was expounding Allah, it said, I would only know her, I would only know the erva, which is mashmar, that we're using Allah to say that the Rabbah is from evil. So the says, no, Mishim Tzara, the Price was just saying that to get to the co-wife. Really, the novelty is the co-wife. We were just say, saying it to set up the co-wife. We were talking about the other HaRaias, it said, I would only know their potter before it moved down to the Tzara. So the says, again, Mishim Tzara and it's just setting up to get to the chidosh of the co-wife. But really, the whole khadish is only the co-wife, not in the Arifah. Says the Gemara Tashma, Rebbe oh Yomer. has a whole different source for how we know that an Erva and a doesn't do ibam. He doesn't learn from Misha Lachotzalazikach He learns from a different Passo. He learns, it says by yibam it could have just said, and he should take, but instead it said, and he should take her, which is for her and not somebody else. he should do even, ma, and he should do even with her. Lesser Tzara is Varai. So the extra her has come to exclude that if the woman is an Erva, she doesn't do ibam, and that her co-wife as well doesn't do ibam. So it sounds like we have two psukim. Two extra mapekeis, right? So her, Anna, and Tzara. So it sounds like, according to Rabbi, we have two psuk one for erva and one for tzara. Says the Gemara, no, ema, lesser tzara shall rise. He so just means one pasuk to aser the koev of the erva. But you don't need one pasuk to answer the erva. The whole chiddush is just that the tzara doesn't do it, right? But there were two psuk There was ulekacha and there was vimah, my love. Chad the Ereba, Chad the Tzara, the Pasuk is including one, the Ereba, and one for the Tzara. So we see that we do need a Pasuk for the Ereba, not like Ravah. So the Mars says, low, edv didi, Tsara. didi, Both were talking about the Tzara. Chad, the Tzara, One was the basic Allah, then in the scenario of Yibam, the Tzara doesn't do ibum. Sarah's Arab doesn't do in the scenario of ibum, but mishri mitzvah. This is the other important halacha. The other pasuk is saying that if it's not in the context of ibum, if Reuben and Shimon are random strangers who marry sisters, there there's no halacha that the tzara of the of, of the erba cannot marry the other person's the other person. So again, Ruben and Shimon imagine they were strangers and they married sisters, Ruben married Leah, Shimon married Rachel, and in addition to Ruben marrying Leah, he also married Shprinza. We wouldn't say that Sprinza has any reason in the future of her life not to marry Shimon. And that that's being derived here to matter the tzara Shaloba Makam mitzvah to matter the din of tzara zera. If it's not in the context of ibam, my time up. How does the pasuk imply that the din of tzara Erva is mutter outside of ibam? Because vi ibam he says he performs ibam with her, so that comes to tell us. But makom ibam in the context of Ebom, who tzara? That's where we say there's halacha when the, when the erva does with the ibam, the tzara as well does it. shalovam makom ibam. But if it's not in the setting of ibam, shariyetzara. There's no halacha that the, the kovei of an erva is aser. Now that we've defended Ravah, the Gemara is going to bring a support to Ravah. Again, Ravah's promise is conceding to the question. The whole kasha for four blood is, why do I need a If We don't know. Ravah's answering, you're right. You're right. You don't need a pasuk for it. So now we support it. Again, according to Ravah, the whole chiddush of a is only necessary for the Tsar of the Erephim. Not for the Erephim. You see this in the Mishnah's language. The language of the Mishnah on that phase, the opening words of the Mishnah, the, the, the Ketani, Chameshah and Hashem, Potzer the Mishnah starts off that the 15 Arayas exempt their co-wives. You know, it skipped a very, very basic point. It doesn't say they are exempt. It says 15 Arayas exempt their co-wives. Why didn't it tell us the rudimentary point that the co-wives are exempt? I mean, you could say, you know, it's Bahlal Masayimana included in, in 200 is 100, right? So if I say you exempt your tzara, obviously you're exempt. But shouldn't it have said that word? Shouldn't it have said that the Arayas are exempt from Yibam and in addition, they exempt their co Why is it skipping over point one that they are exempt? You know what the answer is? Because that point was obvious. It was never a chiddush that a wife's sister isn't going to do yibum. It's never a chiddush that a daughter is not going to do yibum. Of course, the mitzvah of yibum would never have been able would never have been able to override the the, the, the severe serum of the Arayas. The whole chiddush of the mishnah is what the chiddush of the pasuk was, which was that um, that the tsara of the erva is asher as well, even though she fundamentally is not an erva. That's the chiddush. That's what the chiddush of the pasuk, and that's what the mishnah was bringing out. Now the Gemara tries to understand a little bit better what's going on here. Why are you saying Erevah doesn't need a pasuk of Allah to say that she shouldn't do ibum? They not say docholos because they not say docholos shishbakar, right? That's the whole point. So if so, it's our namilotzrichakar. Lotzibakar. The Kowei also shouldn't need the pasuk that she's Aser and Why? So what's the Gemara pointing out here? The is pointing out, again, let's look back at the pasuk. let's examine word for word of the pasuk. let make sure it's clear, then we can understand. If you want, it's on the side of your Gemara, not a pasuk Aleph, if you're using a new Gemara with the Torah R. Isha'ala a woman to her sister. Lo don't take her. Litzrar, don't take her if she is a Tsaras erva. Don't take a Tsaras. Sarva. That's what Litzrar was saying. Legale, Sarvasa, to uncover her nakedness. Aleha in Yibum. Okay, Aleha, remember, means in Yibum. So, what the Gemara is asking is, we were trying to understand why we needed which word? The word Aleha. That was the word that we were trying to figure out. And we thought it was talking, saying, don't take the ahosisha in Yibam. Now we're saying, no, it's saying, don't take the sister, the, the co-wife in Yibam. But if they already said the word Litzrar, which means don't take the co-wife, so then why does it need Aleha? Meaning, what we're trying to bring out is, is that if it says don't take the co-wife in the word Litzrar, then we haven't explained why it's saying aleha. Our question is why does the Torah say aleha? Don't take her in yibum. So we struggled. Of course, I know you don't take your wife's sister in yibum. So we answer no. The chiddush is for the Tzara. But once the Torah says the word Litzrar, which tells me don't take the co-wife of the of the of, of the of the wife's sister, don't take the the other rival, the other widow who is together with the wife's sister. So then again, intuitively, I know that that is something that is It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a there's something, there's a new erva, and this is what the is bringing out, a real long point. There's a new erva called Saras erva. That's what it is. Even though spritzer has no blood relationship to, to, to Shimon, she has no blood relationship to Shimon's wife. Right, She's not the wife's sister, she's the tsara's erva. But if the Torah said there's an erva of Litzra, that's an erva of Litzra. We intuitively know that a co-wife of an erva now is a losa H. prokares, and we would know that she shouldn't do yibam. So, if Eiter, what word is extra? What is the Gemara struggling with? The word aleha. Let it just say Don't be megala the erva of a achosisha or the erva of a kawai. Why does it have to say aleha in yibam? Of course, I would know even in yibam it shouldn't be done. They are both ish So we have Gemara saying we're going in circles. Even if you tell me that there's a new din here of Taurus erva, that's great. A whole new chiddush. I love it. I wouldn't have known it intuitively, but that was said in the word of litzar. So why do I need the Torah to say allow that don't do it in Yibum? I know that Zara Sarvah Zaser. So the Gemara explains Amale Ravach Barbi Mar the Ravina. This is what Ravin meant to say. Zara Naami Lo You're right. Once the Torah says litzar, it's also not such a chidesh that the co-wife doesn't do Yibam. If the co-wife is, it's, is an erva as well, she's a new erva called Saras erva, then she also obviously doesn't do Yibam. But what the Pasik is telling you, he is The Pasek is defining that this new isra of erva is only in Yibam. But if it wouldn't be Yibam, it wouldn't be a problem. In other words, what it's, it's clarifying is, don't think there's Stam and Ereva called Saras erva. If Reuben and Shimon are not brothers, there's no reason why Shprinzah, the co-wife of Leah, the co wife of the wife sister can in the future marry Shima. The whole din here that we're saying is only Aleha. It's only in the context of Yibam. By time, how do I see it from the Passover? Come across. Allah. But Malcolm Allah. That's here. It, it's only in the setting of Yibam that the co wife of the Arab is also Shaloba Malcolm Allah. But outside the setting of Allah, outside the setting of Yibam, the co wife is Mutter. So let me just make sure this is very clear. This is an important point. What we're saying is Ishalah Chosalosikach A woman to her sister, you can't take. You can't marry a wife's sister. And litra, you also can't take the co wife as well. Had the Torah stopped there, there would have been a new erva called Saras erva. It would have been nothing to do with whether Reuben and are brothers it would have been nothing to do with the context of Yibum. There would have been a halacha. You can never marry the co wife of a wife's sister as well. If you two random strangers are marrying sisters and, and one brother has a random co wife, that co wife as well would be offered to that other random stranger who married the, the co wife's sister. There would be such a halacha called Saras erva. The Torah is saying no. They're adding a word at the end of the pasuk, Allah. This whole din of Saras erva is only in Yibum. It's only in Yibum where there's a din that the Tzarev doesn't do Yibam, but if it's not a Yibam scenario, there's no din, then in the future, the co-wife cannot marry the co-wife of the uh, the, 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 the other person who married the sister of her co-wife. There's no such halacha. And I just want to clarify a little bit of lumdus now, a little bit of lambdas from the briskarov in Yibam. What's the lumdus of the din of Tzarev in Yibam? There's two ways how to understand it. You could say it's a din of iser, or you could say it's a din of patur. What do I mean? You have an achosisha, Ruben and Chiminar brothers, you have an achosisha and her co-wife. Is it the pshat that the erva, call her Leah, assers the co-wife, sprints her from doing Yibam? Is that the lambdas? Klapa yibam, there's a new erva called Saras erva. Is that the pshat? And of course she's exempt because if she's assered, then she's exempt, just like the erva's exempt. Or the pshat is. She, he does, she doesn't asser her. There's no isser called Saras erva. There is a din of a p'tur, that if you're with an erva, you're exempt from the mitzvah of Yivam. If you're exempt from the mitzvah of Yivam, it ends up being that you're forbidden to do it because you're also a brother's wife. But the chaleis din of tzarah's erva is a chaleis din of p'tur. That's the two ways of looking at it. Which one is it? And let me just clarify the Chakira. Avada, without the word Aleha and a erva, would have been also without the din of Yivam and Reuven and Shimon are strangers as well. It would have been a din of Yisr. It would have been a new erva in the world called tzarah's erva. So you could understand that all Aleah is doing is saying, in Yibam, there is such a din iser. Or you could say, no. What Allah is saying is that there's not a new erva called tzaras erva. Ever never Asrs her tzar. What takes place is that erva exempts her co-wife from Yibam. And if erva exempts the co-wife, therefore the prince is not going to do Yibam and she'll be forbidden in the end as well because she's also a brother's wife. But the ikr Chalais din is a Chalais din of Torah. This is the big Chakira of the briskarav. He is very much in favor of the side of Aser. We had some and daf Gimel that may be indicated otherwise. Does it have any, <coughs> any impact on chalitza? Like mm-hmm, up, mm-hmm. up or... We have to Sorry. get to that on daf Chav, but the basic answer is a woman who doesn't have a Zika to Yibam doesn't work Doesn't it. Chalitza is not required as well. The Erva doesn't need Yibam, the Tzara doesn't need Yibam, and the whole idea is that chalitza is only to remove the Zika to Yibam. So once, once, once the Zika to Yibam is not, is not obligated, right? not, the Yibam is not required, then, then chalitza is not required as well. We're going to see there's exceptions to that rule though, so... Stay tuned. If, if it's an Isser, can he? I guess there's no nafimia anyway, because he can't marry her later anyway. Never marry her again. It's his brother's wife. No, yeah, that's why it's pure Alamdas, but there's there's certain nafimia. Okay, okay. Well, one day. Says the Gamal Ali Rabbi Ramir Khamad We don't like the way we're dashing. What are we saying? That an that, that Erevah and her tzara are Aser in yibum, but if it's not yibum, obviously the Erevah is always Aser, but the, the co-wife is Aser. So, ema, why don't you say Erevah, kuvish Shalobah, Malcolm, History. Maybe a wife's sister is only Aser in yibum, right? Think about it. Well, that's exactly what we just did to the co-wife. The co-wife is only Aser in yibum. It's not yibum scenario. She's mutter in the future. So, why don't we say that the holding of Achos, you can't marry your wife's sister, is only in a Yibum scenario. If Reuben and Shimon are strangers... Yeah, and Reuven dies, they marry sisters, and Reuven dies, Shimon can marry his wife's sister. Maybe there's no answer of Achosisha. The whole answer of Achos Isha is only when Reuven and Shimon are brothers. The Torah says, You shouldn't marry your wife's sister in Yibam! The whole din of Ezer of is maybe only in understand. If even when there's a mitzvah, the Torah says, don't marry her. Certainly when there's no mitzvah, you can't marry her. the Gemara. Malay Tzara Tzara proves that that argument is wrong. To mitzvah in in Ibum, there's an erva called Achad erva. Mama sounds like it's a iser. Shalom mamakom mitzvah shariya outside the setting of Yibum, she's mantar. So I see that there's an erva that's only an erva to Yibum. So that's what the din of Tzara's erva in Yibam, Tzara's erva is, a, is is an erva, but in the outside of Yibam, Tzara's erva is totally motter. So maybe erva like that. Maybe Achav Sisha as well. In Tzvara, we see such a thing could be true. Maybe she's only author if Ruben and Shimon are brothers. But if we are not brothers, maybe the wife's sister is permitted. So he said, to respond to your question, the Torah adds a word. The last word of the Pasuk is, in her lifetime. What does that mean? As long as the wife is alive, you can't marry her sister. Any circumstance. It's like a new drasha. Any circumstance. If the one's wife is alive, they can never marry the sister. So up to that apostle coming to tell me something else, that a wife's sister is muttered after the wife dies. a person marries a, wife, a woman and she dies, then in the future he could marry this sister. The whole Yisra Vachon's teacher is only Bechaya while the wife is alive. That you know from reading the passage, the Torah says don't take a woman in addition to her sister. It's only called in addition to her sister if the woman, original woman is still alive. So I already see from there that it's Muter L'Achim Misa. So what's Lechaya telling me? Lechaya is telling me what we want, that it's also even Shalom HaMakam so tomorrow, that's not good enough. Even so if I just had a Yisrael I mean, I would say in Sharia, that let's say a man divorced his original wife, he could go on to marry the sister because he's not taking her in addition to his wife. He already He already divorced her. The Torah is telling me, no. As long as the wife, the original wife, is alive, even if she's divorced, but she's still alive, even if she's divorced, the sister is that mutter. only mutter after the death. So basically, we're coming out that is not extra. The is necessary to tell me the that a wife's sister is Usr as long as the original wife is still alive. So it's not, it's not, it's not superfluous to, to tell me. It's not an extra word that's that's available to tell me. That is So we're back Shver, to our question. How do I know that Achos is Asar Shaloba Makam Yibim? Maybe the whole Dene Isha of Achos of the Seek Achlitz of is that Achos is only Asra during Yibim. Just like Zara. that's what we're saying. So the Gemara says, Ella. another answer. We have two psukim or two phrases regarding the wife sister. On the one hand, so it says, don't take it in the plural. It says which implies both the wife sister and the co wife There's one context for both the erva and the Tsara aser. But then it goes on to say erva to uncover her nakedness, implying that the istar is only to marry one of them. So what's going on? huh, katzad? First, the it tells me erva and a tsar but then grammatically it says legalos erva It should have been Legala's Erva's son. Their nakedness in the plural of Erva and Sarah also must be. There's a case where Erva's mother and Sara's Mm -hmm. mother, must be that there's a case where one of them is mutter. And what is that case? When Malcolm Mitzvah Shayna Sir is in Yibam, they're both aser, erva and the Tsara. Shaloba Malcolm mitzvah, but if it's outside the setting of Yebam, he Asira. The error the wife sister is always Asser, it's Rasumutaras. So basically what we're saying is since there's a case where the Torah indicates that one of the two is aser, so that can't be Yibam, but Yibam, both of them are aser. It must be that case is outside the setting of Yebam. And we see that the iser of the marrying the wife sister is still forbidden. Gemara, a really bold question. Maybe I should flip it. We know that there's one case where they're both Osir and one case where one of them is Osir. Maybe you say the opposite. In the mitzvah, the wife's sister is Osir and the co-wife is Mutter. Not in Masuros. Both of them are Osir. So what we're saying is maybe the case where they're both Osir is Shalom and Mitzvah. There we're going to say this in Isra of Tzar is Right? Right? There you can't marry not only the co-wife, not only can you not marry your white sister, you can't marry her co-wife as well. When it's not, Mitzvah when it's not Yibam in Yibam, maybe that's the case where only the wife's sister is also, but the coef is mutter, which in a way makes more sense. The mitzvah is more lenient since it's a Mitzvah, we'll let you marry the coef, we'll let you marry the erva, we'll let you marry the coef. Shalom of Mitzvah will let you even marry, well, the Shalom of Mitzvah will also you from even marrying the coef. That's not a chiddush then, that's intuitive. Then there's no word, there's no reason why the Torah has to say aloud to say that we're talking about Yibam intuitively. If the Torah said litzer, there's a new erva from. Tzaraas so you can't marry. her, shaloba and intuitively, makam If there's a case where one of the two has to be mutter, I would say it's going to be yibam, or then not over yibam. So if the Torah said, "Oh, it must be," it's coming to tell me, "Mamish the opposite." In yibam, it's where there's a din of tzaraas being answered. But Shaloba makam the Torah is telling you there is no din of tzaraas erava. So, Akdekemara. How do you know that the word Allah is coming to Aser, right? It's coming specifically to the co-wife. And it's telling me that the Yisra of the co-wife applies to Ipam. Maybe the word Allah is actually coming to tell me a heter. It's coming to tell me a heter to the co-wife and the wife's sister. And it's telling me that they're both mutter and Ipam. What does the Gemara mean? Maybe this is the way you read the passage. In general, you shouldn't marry a woman. Or a, a, a wife's sister or her rival. In general, outside of Yibam, don't marry a wife, sister or a co wife. That's all not in Yibam. But if it would be Yibam, then they're both mutter. Now, it's not such a glot reading in the Passock. You would have to read it with a big comma. Fat comma. Right? There's in general in Yisra on the wife's sister and her co wife. Then Allah is a modification. However, in Yibam, no, there's a din to do it. So that's what the Kamala is trying to say. Don't read it as one big phrase. Don't take the wife, sister, or her co-wife, in a case of Ibam, in a flowing set phrase. But make a, chop it up. Don't take a, a, a wife, sister, or, or her co-wife, comma, outside of Ibam. However, Allah b'chaya. A modification of that statement, but if it's this of Yibam, you should in fact take her, even though his wife is alive, and maybe the Erva as well, maybe even the Achazisha. So we're rethinking everything in this question. We're saying in this question, maybe the holding of Erva and Sarah Shalom, Maybe the Torah is coming to tell us that even the co-wife herself is permitted. So the Gemara says, if that comes out, and came the the there's no the scenario where only one of them is also, or not the other. Remember, one the one, the, the phrase. Of litera implies there's a case where erva and Tsara is also, but lgal tzarv also implies only one is also, not the other. So what is the case where one is also? Even makom mitzvah shemitars. So you're trying to tell me that it's both makom mitzvah, both are permitted. of So if it's not setting of human, you're trying to tell me they're both also. So your interpretation is wrong, and that Aleha is not coming to tell me a heter for the achus and her Tsara and ibam must come and tell me the opposite. In ibam, both are also, and Shaloba makom ibam, like we said before, the erva is also and the Tsara is mutter. So after all the dust settles, what do we? We come out. What do we come out here, Rabbi I say? We come out that in erva is Asr and her tzara is Asr. And the way that we read the Pasuk is, in Alea, don't take a wife's sister or her co-wife. Outside of the scenario of Yibam, there we learn from the Lashon of the Pasuk, that one of them is Asr and not the other. That must be the erva. that the wife's sister is Asr, even Shalom, but the co-wife of the wife's sister is not Asr if it's not a scenario of Yibam. Okay? There we go. We got our conclusion of what we wanted. Continues the Gemara. Gufa, what did we say earlier? We just quote Rabbi's Joshua. Rabbi, Rabbi learned that he has a different source, that a wife's sister, and her tzar don't do yibam. He had a different source than our apostle. What did he learn? He learned from the Pesokim of Yibam. Rabbi Yomer, instead of saying he takes, it says he takes her. The Instead of saying he does yibam, it says he performs yibam with her. From here we learn that the Erevah and her wife doesn't do yibam. So first of all, the Gemara says, Where is there any allusion to a co-wife? Meaning, how did Rebbe make such a drasha? Where do you get a co-wife from here? Oh, litzar nafka. Why does Rebbi need such a drasha? Why is Rebbe not using the drasha that we use from Ishalachosah losikach litzar, where the word litzar implied? Like we taught on Dav Gimel to ask the Tsar Zareba. So two questions. First of all, how does Rebbe expound the Tzara Where do you see an allusion to that in the words? And second of all, why does he need that if we have the other drusha that we were using? So the Gemara explains. First, we respond to the second question first. Litzra, Ma'avik le Rebbe, Reb Rebbe uses the word Litzra for Reb Shimon. This is a drusha coming off of Dav Chav Ches. Trust me, it's a little bit beyond us now. We'll see what it is on Dav Chav Ches when we get there. Okay, But the point is, there's something else the Darshan from Litzra. Sarah Now the Gemara goes back to the first question: Where does it say anything about Sarah here? How do the Torah just says do Yibam to How do I see from here that a tzara of and Erevah doesn't do Yibam? Where is Rabbi's drasha? So the Gemara explains the drasha. in Cain. If the Torah is just saying do Yibam, lema could have just said and take, take as his wife. Obviously it means take the widow. ha." What does it mean, take her? So the pastor is coming to say like this, and if there's an ibam setting where there's two choices, meaning there are two widows, two co-wives are falling, and both of them are good to take, if he wishes he could take her, and if he wishes he could take her, both widows are good, they're both viable options. Then sharia, each one of the widows are mutter. When it's a matter of taking her, it's good. Taking her means I have the choice, option one. Option B, widow one, widow B, both are on the table. That's a case of evil. Be low, but if there are two widows, but there's no options, meaning there's two widows, there's two widows, but there's only one option. How would you have two widows and only one option? Because one of them is an Arab. So imagine two brothers marry two sisters, and when Reuven dies, he leaves the wife, sister, and also another wife. So there's two widows, but there's only one option. He could only marry the co-wife. He wouldn't have been able to marry the wife's sister. There, what is the, what is the Torah telling me? Shavayu here, and both of them are also. It's saying, Yivam is only in Ramatzev when you say, and you should take her. Which means, I have options to take which one, and I choose her. But if I don't have options, it was a given that I had to take. It was never an option to choose between the two widows, then both widows are also. It's a very interesting way of darshan. And you should take her implies that I could have taken both, and I chose to take her. But if it's a scenario where I didn't have an option of taking both, I didn't choose to take her, it was just that was the only widow that was mother to me, then neither one of them is gonna do Yibam. So that's how we see that Saras erva doesn't do Yibam. And then what's the other one? As we mentioned in the and this is true, doing Yibam with her, this Allah of Tzara's Erevah is only it's only in Yibam that we say it's Tzara's Tsara. but outside the setting of Yibam, the Tsara of the erva is in fact permitted, as we said before, we reiterate this point, the din of Tzarah was only with brothers in the scenario of Yibo. All right, great. So now we understand Rebbe's drasha. Rebbe made a drashah. He didn't learn from our pasuk, Yishol HaChas of Lesikach Litzrah. He's going to see when we learn what he used Litzrah for. So instead, he has another pasuk of the V'Yimah, where it implies that there were two widows and you have an option, but if you don't have an option, then both widows don't do either. So now the Gemara says, an obvious question, for Rabbanon, after we expound to Rebbe's so the Rabbanon, what do they use Rebbe's word trasha for? Meaning, the point of the Gemara is, we did darshan from Isha, the Rabbanon did learn from there. So what do they use, to come to say? Why did the Torah just say, why didn't the Torah just say, and take? Why did it say, and take her? So the Gemara says, This teaches us, let's say he did Yibam. It's a very interesting question. A guy did Yibam already. So he was Mekayim the Mitzvah, and now he's married to, the, to, 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 his, to, to his sister-in-law, right? If he wants to get, the, to get a divorce afterwards, what does he have to do? Chalitza and give a get? Or just give a get? And the, the root of the question is, after you do Yibam, is all the Zika gone? Or is it... Or is it like always like a perpetual, almost like sense that she's forever a Yavama? And then Nafkamina would be, if you want to end, if you want to terminate the relationship, do you need to do chalitza? Chalitza is whenever you terminate a relationship with a Yavama. Once you already did yivam and now you want to terminate the relationship. Do you need chalitza? It's so, no. Once you took her, you took her. Meaning to say that she's treated like a regular woman. After yivam is performed, if you want to get rid of her, just give it a cat. Umach Zira, and second of all, let's say he does divorce her, he could also take her back. Why is that a chiddish? That's a chiddish because you could say after he did yibum, remember fundamentally she's a brother's wife. So after he did yibam, if he divorces her, maybe he can't take her back because he's not doing a mitzvah of yibum anymore, but yibum was already done and maybe he's really a brother's wife. He shouldn't marry her. So let the Torah no. Once he took her, he took her. It becomes completely like a wife. So if he wants to terminate the marriage, he could just give her again. And second of all, if he would in the future want to remarry her, he could. The yimah, and he does yibum with her, al-karha. that implies that yibum could even be effective against her will, which is a really big chiddish. a man rapes a woman to do yibum, it's ka. And the idea is that you're not making a new relationship. There's no das issue. There's none of that. It's just the continuation of the relationship that existed by the brother. So obviously it shouldn't be done. It's a disgusting thing to do. But if a man took the yibam against her will, there was a keema of the, the yibam, meaning that the zika goes away. She's free to go afterwards without a Khalisa. So how does Rebbe know all Rebbe I learned because it says he takes her as a wife. So you don't need a to say that. The fact that it says as a wife is how I know that he can terminate the relationship with a get and take her back. Al alkarcha, how do I know that it can be done against the realm? of nafka. That's just from the phrase. It's mashma like that his the, the 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 should come to her, which is mashma that it's as if like it's a karcha He has just the right simply to do it. I just want to speak out for thirty seconds. The really important Torah that Rebbe. Baruch Ba'ar says in Perk HaShemul Semid Beis, probably the most famous, certainly in Yavamas but probably in the entire Yeshiva system. This Perk HaShemul Semid Beis in Yavamas. Rava says, erva gufa lotzarek Right? What is Rava saying? Again, we have three answers to why we need Allah, either in a case. Where Shimon only married after Reuven died, so you would have said history, history, You don't. Number two is I would have thought you have a hekish between H S Ahta Akhosisha to say Akhisha Shib and Kamashma that you don't. Answer number three is Erva doesn't need a pasik. The whole Chiddush of the pasik was only to answer the Tsara. But explained the very important thing. Even though you don't need a pasik for the what uh, the pasik, this is the zag. Let me tell you the zag in Yiddish, and then you will understand it. Erva gufa lotsricha ka, which means even though it didn't need the pasuk, but there is a pasuk. What does that mean? Even though the Erevah would not have done Yibam intuitively, because but Avada there is a din now that the Torah said that Achos Isha is exempt from the mitzvah of Yibam, meaning it's more than just the fact that her isr doesn't allow her to do Yibam. When the Torah now says that Isha doesn't do Yibam, what the Torah is telling me is that she's fundamentally exempt from the mitzvah. The Gemara is explained that the Pasuk was necessary for the tzara. but Baruch Beret teaches like this, had it been that the erva would just doesn't do Yibam because her isr cannot be overridden so she wouldn't do yibum, but she wouldn't affect the tzara. But now that the Pasuk is saying that more than just that she's forbidden to do yibum, but that an Achos Isha is be'etzev is exempt from yibum. she bechlal no shame mitzvah to do yibum. not even if Luyitzur or her Yitzur could be overridden. It can't. But even if could, she's be'etzem not the person that the Torah is saying should do ibum. A white sister is not the right person to do ibum. Now there's a chaliz din that, that she affects the the the, the tzara's erva and ibum as well. You know, the, the Berak Shmuel is opening up our eyes. Is that is that even though I didn't need the pasuk of Allah to say that ibum shouldn't be done? Intuitively, in Asidochalizdiyishpakaris. But the din of Allah al is adding something. It's saying that she's fundamentally exempt from the mitzvah even if her Isra th- would have theoretically been able to be, bit, to be overridden. There's some a new din that Achuz Isha has no mitzvah of Yibam and the fact that she palters her Asr's or Tzara is only because of that new din. Had it just been a din that, that there's Ba'etzim and mitzvah that, but it can't be overridden, then it wouldn't have affected the Tzara. The din that an erva authors or Asr's the Tzara is only because of the fact that Allah is the Erevan, the, 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 the it says that Shibachlal has no shame to the mitzvah. This yisoid from a Baruch is so important, we will see many navkeminas based upon it. For today, we can't understand why it's so important. But as our travels go forward in Yavamas, we'll see why this yisoid is so important.